Ladies and gentlemen, it's Morbin time for this is a Fred the Only Productions podcast. Morbin? 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 Yeah, this meme is going to die. Like, oh, it's, it's already died. Yeah, it's... Di- it's it, it, yeah. <laughs> Cue the music. Hello. 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 I'm a Kendall Richardson. I'm a Fulia Kantar Major. And united again, and it feels so good. I'm not really sure. <laughs> and you are now experiencing a podcast called Fred. Yes, experiencing it through the mediums of everything that we hold dear and also other things. And held together with gaffer tape and fruit lozenge. <laughs> yes, very well put michael mm-hmm. thank you oh yes thank you thank you hello welcome to the show everyone thanks for being here with us tonight as we you know journey into the world of all things nerdiness um fulia my dear hi let's kick <laughs> the show off with you you haven't been here for a couple of weeks welcome no. back thank um, you <laughs> um have you been watching anything cool in the last couple of weeks um, I haven't really been watching too much. Um, I have been trying to catch up on uh, on some shows that I haven't been able to watch because it doesn't get broadcast here in Australia. Mm. Um, or they just don't have the current episodes, so I have to find other means. <laughs> so I've been trying to catch up on, uh, on the one Chicago series, so Chicago Fire, Chicago Med, and Chicago PD. Um, and I'm, I'm watching them... As if I was watching them on the day that they broadcasted, because all three, all three of the shows, they actually broadcast their episodes on the same night. So that's how I'm watching it, because I know that there are times where they do crossovers and I want to make sure I don't miss it. (laughs) So I want to go in sequential order. So that's what I've been doing with that. Um, so I've been trying to catch up on that. Uh, I've also been catching up on Young Sheldon because it's a lot of fun. Um, Howard gets to help narrate in one of the episodes. Ah. <laughs> it's it's so good, and we find out why Sheldon hates engineering. <laughs> it is so lame, but it's hilarious. <laughs> that bit is like. No, no, it's it's the the reason why he hates engineering is lame. Oh. <laughs> so and then the... Howard, in the narration, is like, "That's the reason why you hate engineering because of that." And Sheldon was just like, "Yeah, I, th- I guess so." <laughs> and then <laughs> Howard just storms out. <laughs> you can hear him, you know, storming out of the room. <laughs> it's, it's it's hilarious. I loved it so much. Nice. Um, 
So it was a good little, good little uh, callback to uh, the Big Bang Theory in that respect. Um, I've also uh, been watching some anime. So I just before recording finished watching um, Kaguya-sama Love is War, which is a really funny kind of like a rom-com, I suppose, anime. Uh, only 12 episodes, so it's actually pretty pretty easy to get through. Um, so I've been watching that. Uh, finished season two of Food Wars with my Discord fans. Um, been loving that so much. Um, so that's the second time I've actually watched through the first two seasons. At the time, I had no idea there was actually more seasons to it. Um, so now, because I wanted them to watch how good Food Wars is, um, we watched the first two seasons and then we'll be watching the next season, which will be season three. Um, and yeah, I am, I love Food Wars, but this time I get to watch it dubbed. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. What, not subbed? (laughs) No, originally I watched the first two seasons subbed (laughs) because the dub wasn't available, (laughs) but now it's available. So now it's an easy watch. Um, and then the last thing I will mention that I have watched, I got to watch a movie, um, and I sat down to watch Night at the Museum, The Secret of the Tomb. So the third installment of Night at the Museum. Nice. Yes. Um, and yeah, it was, it was good. I really, really enjoyed it. Um, there was a good little dedication at the end to, oh, what's his name? Robin Not Williams. Robin, well, yeah, no, Robin Williams gets a dedication say. as well. Um, but there was another actor in there that, but I've forgotten his name, <laughs> that he passed away when that was sort of in the making, I think. I can Google it. Um, if I see the name, I'd know. Um... Ben Stiller's career. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. Owen Wilson's charm. No. Ellen <laughs> Wilson's charm. Are you kidding me? Ricky Gervais's uh. integrity. Oh, oh well. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, uh, Mickey, not Mickey Rooney? When did yeah, he pass? I, I think, I think, pass I think Mickey Rooney. Yeah, yeah, Mickey Rooney. That makes, that makes sense. I think it is Mickey Rooney. Yeah, it was around okay. about that time, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mickey Rooney, yeah. Him yes, and uh, yes, Robin yeah, Williams got dedications. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, but you know what? It was really nice to see <laughs> out of nowhere, Sir Lancelot, Dan Stevens. <laughs> <laughs> as, soon as, as soon as I saw him come through, once he removed his helmet, because he was the knight in armor, he removed his helmet, I saw the face, I'm like, Holy crap, that's Dan Stevens. Mm. <laughs> Went straight to IMDb. Um, it was it was a lot of fun because they actually travelled over to London and that's where we meet Sir Lancelot. Ah, uh, very uh, nice. Yes. Um, it was really cool. And then seeing Rami Malik as, as a pharaoh again. And yeah. he plays that really well. I like it. Yeah. yeah. Um, and he gets to go back to see his parents. <laughs> <laughs> Back to his mummy. Um. <laughs> uh, uh. 
Yes, yes, I know. Egyptian humor. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was it was really good. I still stand by my thoughts of why Rebel Wilson's in this. <laughs> Not really necessary. And I mean, her, her humor in this was pretty bad. Oh, bless. Bless you, Rebel. I'm sorry. It's okay. <laughs> you're not you're not entirely wrong. I haven't seen the movie though, so I can't I can't speak to it. But, yeah. Um but anyway. Like she's not in it for, for much. <laughs> Does, but yeah. <laughs> she is the London night guard. Right. So she puts on a British accent. And it's crap. <laughs> it's easy to tell how bad it is. Yeah. Um, and um, and it was nice to also see a Hugh Jackman cameo. Oh. There was a Hugh Jackman cameo. That's cool. <laughs> As himself. Yeah. Oh. He was playing like Hamlet or something, wasn't he? No, they were doing, they were doing uh, Camelot, the musical. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've only seen it once, like, way back yeah. then. Yeah. He was playing the character of Sir Lancelot in the musical section when they meet Sir Lancelot. And then, um, yes, yeah, Sir Lancelot decides to trash the the, the musical. Because <laughs> it's not real. And he's only just realizing it. So. <laughs> well, he's not real. Exactly. He's just a fictional character. <laughs> um, but yeah, Night at the Museum, Secret of the Tomb. Good movie. It almost made me cry at the end. No. <laughs> Bully. <laughs> but other than that, yeah, I, uh, I've been sick. Um, as you can hear, I, uh, I had the COVID. I have the COVID. No. You had the spicy cough. Yeah, yeah. The spicy flu. Mm, I'm, I'm not as bad as I was at the start of the week, but man, I never want to feel that way again. <sighs> Thank God for science. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Science. Yeah. So that's, that's, that's kind of why I wasn't here for last week's episode. Uh, just because I wasn't feeling very well. Um, but I am on the mend. I am almost at the end of this. The only thing left right now is this runny block nose and this coffee cough. And then I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> but I get to be free tomorrow at least. Yay! I don't have to be in isolation anymore. <laughs> that's true. After, after today's recording. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's been... That's, that's been my week. <laughs> so for the people who are listening, we are not uh, recording in the same room. No, we're not. No. Because no, I'm in isolation still. But this is my last day, so. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Mood. Mm-hmm. <coughs> mood, says Foley's mug. Yep. <laughs> it's great. Very much the mood. Very much the mood. Okay. All right. Michael, Um, what have you been watching? Uh, not much uh, to divulge because everything that I have been seeing uh, we're, we're going to talk about later. Uh, but two particular things. Uh, one, on uh, YouTube, uh, Bo Burnham released a outtakes of uh, 
uh, of his concert of Inside. Special. Special. Yeah. Special on Netflix. And, yeah, uh, watching it, um, I thought, this might be interesting because because what would you get outtakes from this, from this dive into, like, insanity and <laughs> and everything in between? But, no, I really liked it. And there was a lot of stuff that um, was really good, uh, alternative um, takes uh, of his different songs also also some deleted stuff as well like like skits and that and also some music as well uh some numbers that didn't make it and fair fair to them um they could have they could have fitted well in in the main shows i think they just uh cut it down just for time uh yeah and um yeah, it was an interesting thing of calling it uh, like an outtakes, like bloopers and all that. But it's, 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 and I was worried that it would be too much of like uh, seeing how the sausage was made. But it was actually a, it was a quite different experience of uh, of everything you, you've watched. But it sort of t- it sort of turned the camera slightly off kilter. And you get to see it in a completely different light, and how how his um, process of actually making the show was actually quite phenomenal, and actually quite true of what he was try- trying to make. He thought he thought this was going to be like I don't know a couple of weeks, but it just spanned on just like just like the pandemic. It's just we we thought it was going to be like I don't know just a couple of weeks, just a month, and so like, and then of course in hindsight that's completely wrong. We we were like stuck down for about, about a year and a half and his journey through that is actually uh, is absolutely f- phenomenal and so i do recommend it if you d- do enjoy do if you did and do enjoy bo burnham and also the inside special that's on netflix and i did watch that after because i just thought yeah uh, i need my new uh, kick of neurosis and, <laughs> and and everything. I always feel weird at the end of it. It's like I I would never be as as um, creative as him, right? But I stri- strive to. Yeah, <laughs> Spe- especially with these um uh coming weeks of actually writing some stuff for for a show that I'm in later on later on in the we- uh, week later on in the year. <laughs> so, anyway. <laughs> So that that is basically it, but I will also mention because I think you'll probably talk about this as well, Kendall. I also saw the the uh, the season drop of the three episodes of The Boys. I before you start talking about it, just in case you're going to spoil anything, I've only seen the first two episodes. That's all right. Um, I wasn't going to spoil it, but holy shit! <laughs> wow. <laughs> Hit the ground running. I love yep. it. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really enjoying it. The, the sort of takes that they have with um, the modern genre that it is, uh, like superhero uh, franchises as well, uh, taking on DC and, and and Marvel and and everything in between. And yeah, I'm really enjoying it. And fully, uh, uh, no. No, no defi- <laughs> definitely not for you. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna. It's fine. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I don't need to. I've seen some clips here and there of Jensen. That's all I need. Okay, <laughs> you got your Jensen fix. 
but it's leaning towards something. Ne next, nah, sorry, spoilers <laughs> <laughs> of the third episode and where they go, um, where where they're up to. So, Kendall. Yes, Michael. Have you been watching the boys? <laughs> Yes, I have. Well, my weekly watchings is identical to yours. Um, yeah, I haven't had. I, I've been pretty busy this week myself, and I today is really the first day of having some downtime to actually watch anything. Um, although I did watch the Inside Out text earlier in the week when they dropped. Mm. Um, yeah, and I absolutely similar to you. Really, really enjoyed. Um, and it was kind of more of a sequel, I suppose, to Inside. Than, um, than like a BTS sort of thing. Although yeah. there was some BTS sort of stuff. It was mostly, it was all like the, he didn't really break the fourth wall sort of thing, um, I suppose. But um, I really enjoyed some of the uh, extra skits and songs that um, that he, he put up in this video. Um, a couple of them made me really sad. They didn't make the cut <laughs> uh, <laughs> of the special. Um Five years, five years, years. <laughs> Particularly, uh, of course, i got to mention this. Um, he does this parody of, like, Kevin Feige in the MCU. <laughs> yeah, I expect you'd probably go chuckle out of that. Or something. Oh, I was, I was dead. I ascended. I was like, this is just brilliant. <laughs> I'm, like, <laughs> I'm, like, doing the whole, like, dropping the, the titles and the release dates for all the future movies. But having them connected to inside, mm. uh, just yeah, very happy. <laughs> I do like twenty thirty, forty. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, twenty. <laughs> mm. Yeah, so that that was awesome. Um, really, really cool. Uh, and then yeah, of course the boys. Um, I yeah, I only had time to watch the first two episodes, not not all three just yet. So I might try and watch the third one. Um, over the next week um and uh yeah like the fucking first five ten minutes of episode one <laughs> i mean welcome I was back oh <laughs> yeah literally welcome back to this fucked up show um i was literally thinking i'm like oh yeah i can't believe i tried to convince fully to watch this what was i thinking no <laughs> no never in a million years it's it's just yeah it's the most insane thing I've ever seen. It's, it's just... It's very yeah. creative. It's, yeah, creative. <laughs> mm -hmm. That's a good word for it. Um, <laughs> but no, I'm really, really enjoying it. It's such a great show and it's so good to see it back uh, after so long. And uh, I'm very excited with, with where, it's, where it's headed. Not, not, not a lot of Jensen, I will say, in the first two episodes. So I was a bit disappointed. But I think we're building towards yeah. him. Um, coming into it, so um, yeah, yeah. But no, that was that was really really good. So yeah, th that's pretty much it. My highlights, my my weekly watchings. Yes, 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 yes. All right. Well, that's done. Means it's time now, of course, to get into the week that was in the nerdy news. This is the news in nerdy news. The nerds that talk about the nerdy news. That is us who talk about the news that is nerdy. And now the queen of nerdydom. The hostess with most S. Kendall Richardson. Take it away, Kendall. 
Nutty news time. <laughs> <laughs> it's nutty news time. Oh, it's so funny. Um, <laughs> They'll never know what happened. No. <laughs> I'm talking fu- future Fulier and Michael. <laughs> yes, yes. Ah, we have fun here. Speaking of having fun, Sony. Bless your, your miss. Oh, bless your cotton socks. <laughs> bless your cotton socks, Sony. I mean, this this first story we're going to talk about, I just it just makes me laugh so much. Um so I don't know why. I'm sure most of you who are watching or listening are, are very much aware that Morbius has become a meme um, long after it finished screening <laughs> in cinemas too, which I find strange and bizarre. But it's a meme. I think it just pretty much just rose up out of the fact that, you know, the internet likes to make fun of things that don't do well and Morbius did not do well and it was not a good movie. So um, there are Really? Always- I, I wouldn't know. You wouldn't know, yeah. Lucky you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they've made all these memes about it being like the best movie ever, and now m- Morb, Morb is a is a verb now. Is a is a you know it's Morbin time. That's an adjective. You know, it's also a, <laughs> it's an act, it's an adjective. You can use it however you, you can use it however you want. But people have been putting Morb or Morbin into things, and it's uh, quite funny. So so much funny. Uh, funny, in fact, I don't even think that's a proper sentence, but so funny, in fact, that um, Sony completely missed the joke and decided to re-release Morbius in cinemas in the US across 1,000 different screens. <sighs> and this is also on the, on the, on the, the tale of Jared Leto killing the meme by getting involved and he posted a video to his Instagram, bless him, uh, of him reading a fake script uh, script for Morbius 2, colon, it's Morbin time. Um, and then it says directed by Bartholomew Covens, which is his um, directing pseudonym he uses um, when he makes his 30 Seconds to Mars short films. Um, so I thought that was hilarious. But uh, the fact that Sony thought it was, they just, it just went right over their heads, like, and I was just looking at all the, scrolling through Tumblr with glee, just looking at everyone going, okay, there was, there was like this big post that was like, no one go see it. And then apparently it didn't make any money. So good job, everyone. It's a um, movie that bombed twice. Twice. <laughs> oh, God. It's, it's so frustrating. But hilarious. Anyway, so, um, Yeah. Who knows what the future of Morbius will bring? I would love to see a, ver- a self-aware sequel. That would be very funny. I don't think that's going to ever happen. No. Um, but um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. This is just the internet being hilarious. I thought I just thought it was very funny. Michael, um, hello. Uh, you love your your memes and your internet culture. How how did this how did this go with you? How, well, what was your reaction? Yes, I live on the memes. I le- uh, eat all the nice fried juicy memes. This one, in fact, yeah, hilarious and fun. And they ruined it. They completely ruined it. <laughs> <laughs> Sony was hoping to have a room on their hands. You know, midnight screenings and throwing spoons. But no, you don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm happy. They, they learned their lesson. I think so. Yeah. 
I, I suppose they were ho hoping of, of a, um, you know, uh, what's the term? Craptacular um, um, movie on their hands. So, so so bad it's good sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. I think they they tried to go for that, and it's like, oh, we can just release it again, and they'll come to it and just laugh at it all the all the way all the way to the bank. And then we can make a second one and make it uh, a lot better. But no, backfired. <sighs> Fool me once. Shame, <laughs> on <laughs> Shame on me. Fool me twice. Shame on you. Oh, what's, <laughs> what's the um, George Bush? If we get fooled, you can't get fooled again. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, well. Yeah. Oh, at least, well, at least it's going to be a funny joke on Deadpool. Oh my god! Yep, yep. I feel like Ryan Reynolds is the man to uh, bring bring the Morbius meme back with Deadpool three. That'd be very funny. Hmm. Who knows? Anyway, that's enough of that. Let's move on to some uh, legitimate news. Um, <laughs> Out of uh, Star Wars Celebration last week, we did, in fact, cover the majority of everything that was announced. However, at the time of recording, there was still some uh, time left of the celebration officially. Um, so there's a few things we missed, two of which I'm going to talk about now. Um, the first being uh, Star Wars Visions is coming back, which is exciting. Um, it will be returning with a second volume um, in autumn of next year. Uh, which is really cool. They haven't announced any of the, um, you know, creators or filmmakers that might be participating in the project just yet or how many episodes it's going to be. But, uh, but yeah, if it's anything near the quality what we got with the first volume, I'll be very happy, even though some of them were a bit hit or miss for me. Um, there were a couple of gems in there that I really, really liked. Um, so I'm really keen to see... Um, where this series goes and what kind of stories we could be getting um, in the future. So I'm super excited. Um, Fulia, my dear resident anime fan of the podcast, um, this must have you pretty excited, yeah? Queen. Yeah, I'm, I am very much looking forward to a, a volume two of Star Wars Visions. Um, I really enjoyed the first volume. Um, they had really amazing, you know, art styles and, um, you know, really intriguing stories. So I am actually really looking forward to seeing some more of that come to life again. Uh, so yeah, hopefully we'll get some new stories, maybe some new art styles again. Uh, so yeah, bring it on. Nice. Michael, similar thoughts? Yeah, yeah. It was a nice little um, surprise on how, how well it w was doing and and it was a good surprise for me to just to have a watch and it's like it doesn't have to be to do with anything about star wars's canon it, it could just be a fun little little adventure for so someone to dive in and take like elements from from different things um yeah and it also reminds me i, st I still need to watch the th third volume of uh sex robots and death that's out on Netflix, and that's sort. Of, yes, it's that sort of a, a similar sort of vein. Um, you get the you get these um, uh, themes and all that, and just make what you want. 
and so, some are great, some are yeah okay, but but over, overall it's just an experience of watching all, all of them. And it's like this is this is this is really great. It's like a, a little film festival just with shorts, and and who knows? May, maybe they'll they'll do some um, like uh uh like art houses from all around the world and not necessarily from from um from Japan. Like I, I would love to see like a a French noir so, sort of uh, take on Star Wars. That w- that would be an interesting thing. <laughs> mm. Like all black and white and grainy. <laughs> but yeah, I'm excited. Everyone's excited. And it did so well. They they're getting a volume 2. Yeah. It's mm. great. It's very, very good to see. Okay, speaking of good things to see in Star Wars, um, we have a very tiny update on Taika Waititi's Star Wars film that okay. was that was announced a couple of years ago. Um, during Star Wars Celebration, Kathleen Kennedy was um, interviewed about it, um, and you know her quote was very vague and weird and contradictory but we'll take what we can get shall we um she says about it being released next year she goes yeah well not 2023 but late 2023 uh and then she also said we haven't locked anything in okay all right so maybe next year guys um (laughs) a lot of a lot of news people have kind of just taken it as yeah probably christmas 2023 um, we'll get Tyker's film. We don't know what it's about even yet, uh, or if it's connect what it's connected to, any characters, any. <laughs> Shut up. Um, <laughs> any yeah, anything pre-existing, or if it's just going to be a new set of characters and a new sort of story we've not seen before. I I hope so. Um, but um, I'm excited for whatever happens. Um, cause if it's anything like what Taika has brought to the MCU, I think we're in for a fun ride. So, uh, fingers crossed next year, we'll be seeing that. Um, fully, uh, any thoughts on, on this, uh, little tiny weird update? We need more details, damn it. Yes. We need more details. <laughs> um, I, 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 great to know when we're going to get it, but I want to know what we're getting. <laughs> You know, info would be nice. Yes. Give us something to hold on to until we get, you know, everything else. That, like, what's the point of mentioning when it's coming out if we we don't know what it is? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. You're not wrong. You are not wrong. Uh, Michael. Hello. Um, how does this little tidbit sit with you? Mm-hmm. It's a weird, interesting one where um, uh, modern, like Lucasfilm now, is sort of um, shying away from uh, doing Star Wars films, and they're sort of staying staying with the sort of uh, TV aspect. Uh, I think it's smart because I, I don't uh, I don't think we're ready for a new cascade of uh, Star Wars films just yet. And just just find their footing, and I think I think someone like a visionary like Taika is probably good to start off with, like coming out coming out of uh, just done the sequel trilogy, and after uh, Solo, I uh, think think they're a bit um, gun shy at the moment. 
of uh, chucking all their cans into one film. And also, I think it's the same week that that uh, Kathleen was talking about the uh, the supposed Ryan Johnson trilogy, uh, not trilogy, trilogy movie, but probably not that because he's busy with uh, Netflix doing his uh, cacophony of uh, uh, knives out uh, set of movies, which I can't wait for. Mm, mm-hmm. And also, Ryan Johnson did the best sequel movie. So, don't at me. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> we all know it's true. Mm. His was the most interesting and sort sort of um, uh, visionary for the future of Star Wars that I actually was quite interested in. But you know, <laughs> well, things being is- things. His, his his was definitely the most visually uh, stunning of all of three of them. Yeah, uh, the cinematography was the best. The visuals were the best. Um, I I definitely have a greater not to go on a tangent about Last Jedi, but I definitely have a greater appreciation for it now that I've seen it a couple of more times. Um, I still don't agree with everything in the movie, and I oh no I, for for a movie part of a trilogy, it was definitely the black sheep. Yeah, but I appreciate that it challenged what we knew to be, you know, a story set in the Skywalker saga. So, yeah, yeah, props to him for that. And just, ba- yeah, yeah. And back anyway. for for um, Taika. Um, he he's pretty busy because of the next. Issue. Yes, <laughs> yes. Because speaking of Taika, <laughs> thanks for that lovely setup, Mike. Thank you. That's what I'm here for, and I'll be here all week. Yep. Amazing. This podcast is never-ending. Our flag means death uh, has been renewed for a second season. Very, very cool. Happy Pride Month, everyone. True. Um, Yes, yes. So, yeah, great news. I'm wearing one colour of the rainbow, so there you go. You is. Well done. Mm. Thank you for being such a good ally. Um, (laughs) I'll be your white knight for this evening. (laughs) Yep, there we are. Hey, love it, love it, love it. uh, Pins. I think my Marvel hoodie has probably all the colours on them somewhere too. Yeah. It's very very rainbowy. Anyway, yes, happy Pride Month. Um, And yeah, great to see this show renewed. I still haven't watched it, uh, unfortunately, but I will, will definitely be getting around to it. Because, yeah, I'm not surprised to see it get a second season. Definitely a no-brainer. The insane popularity of this show, the way it was received, was just awesome to see. Um, You know, so... And especially anything that that Taika does is just really genius. Um, You know, he just seems to have the Midas touch at the moment, which is lovely. Um, Yeah, so I'm... Yeah, I'm definitely more and more excited to to actually watch this show now that it's... uh, you know, not just ending with the first season. So that's very, very cool. Mm. Um, Mike, I know you've seen it. Um, yes. So this this news must have made you very happy. From start to finish, I've watched it. Yes. Uh, I was quite happy to watch it. Uh, I just went in, like, blind. And, uh, yeah, it was a, it was a, a very unique story and, and so, sort of very enjoyable and very digestible as well. And... And not to spoil it, but it does open for uh, continuing of the story. 
And yeah, and after watching watching the ending, it's like I hope we have a second one because I really enjoy these characters. And yes, definitely, definitely, um, uh, representation of uh, all uh, genders as well, including a character that's uh, non-binary as well, and set in this time. So, so it's very unique and fun. And I don't want to spoil it because I think I think you definitely get a kick out of it, Kendall. I'm sure I will. Yeah, and Reese Darby is is awesome and funny. Yeah, <laughs> always yeah. is. He and Tiger is. as well, and they're, they're yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how much you know. Oh, no, I know. I know I know about the two of them. Yes. Yes, it's very cool. It's very, very cool. So fucking sweet. Yeah. <laughs> I can't <laughs> wait to watch it. I'm very excited. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, that's it. That's the nerdy news done for another week. Very light news week this week, but that is fine because now mm. it's time to roll on up to the trailer park. Rolling up to the trailer park where we all park all the trailers. Yeah. It's trailer Mark. park time. Yeah. Bing. Yeah. Bird. <laughs> yeah. 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 Ah. <laughs> uh. Love it. Um, trailer park time. Trailer park time. And uh, another thing that came on the end of uh, Star Wars Celebration last week was our first teaser trailer for Star Wars The Bad Batch Season 2. Very cool little trailer um, for this. Doesn't show us too much, but shows us some pretty cool things. Like, it looks awesome. Um, I hope it's as good as the first season, although the first season, again, like similar divisions had its ups and downs, but when it was good, it was really, really good. Uh, so I hope that all this season will elevate, um, the show in new ways. It looks, but it just looks like a lot of fun. Um, and we're getting the emperor, um, coming in, uh, Ian McDiarmid reprising his role, it seems very cool. Uh, and, um, I'm guessing that's Chewbacca with a lightsaber. Um, or it could be just a Wookiee with a lightsaber that we haven't met yet. Mm. Because <laughs> mm. it looked a lot like Chewie, but I don't want to assume, so. Oh, they all look the same, don't they, Kendall? They don't all look the same. <laughs> <laughs> Big scruffy um, nerf herders, don't you? <laughs> That's Who's our scruffy word. looking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes, regardless, yeah, I'm I'm excited to return uh to the world of the Bad Batch when it comes out later this year. It's yeah, I think it's gonna be fun. Bring it on, I say. Fulia. Yes. How did you feel about this trailer? You you pumped? Oh yeah, pumped. Very, very intense trailer. a uh, lot going on. Um, a lot to live for as well, uh, for the group. So, um, it's going to be, it's going to be interesting. I'm also curious as to whether Crosshair is back. Yeah. Well, I think there was a brief glimpse of him with, yeah. with his sniper rifle, but yeah, I would be curious to see how that storyline mm. is developing. Yeah. I, I kind of miss him as part of the group. Yeah. You know? I know. We need Crosshair back. We do. <laughs> He'll come in and out. Yeah, <laughs> wouldn't wouldn't be the big bad 
really, but I think he'll just be a recurring sort of um, antagonist. Hmm. Which will be fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, no, I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to it and just, you know, seeing more of the boys. I mean, the bad bitch. <laughs> 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 You uh, know what I mean. Yeah, but it was fun. <laughs> While it, it was lasted. fun. Yeah, <laughs> half a second lasted. Uh, funny. <clears throat> a Great purpose. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Beautiful. Um, Michael, yes. um, Bad Batch Season 2 trailer. What are your thoughts? Yeah, yeah. I think The Boys is... Uh, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's really cool. And Hope Crosshairs, uh, or Gunsmoke, well, <laughs> which is a character in The Boys. Um, See, so, yeah, Episode 2. I think it was the ending of Episode 2 in The Boys where Butcher gets his... Yes. Yeah. Yep. And he, and he accidentally yep. kills Gunsmoke. Uh, yeah. Um, gunpowder. Yes. Gunpowder. Yep. I thought yep. it was Gunsmoke. Yeah. Yeah. The Sli- bad batch. Sli- Slice his head off. Yep. <laughs> Very much. And his Lamborghini. How can you uh, do that? How can you do that? That's a classic car, man. I know, man. Wrong franchise. <laughs> Okay, okay. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to this. I'm glad it's cu- coming out uh, sometime this year. Or is it 23? The Bad Batch. Yeah. Season 2? Yeah. Well, like, I'll, you know, you keep talking and I'll tell you when you prompt me later when you're done talking. Yeah, sorry. How do we do this again? It's been a week. It's been a week. It's fine. <laughs> Yeah, I think the uh, Chewbacca or the the Wookie, um, it was actually a Padawan uh, learner. So it was. It's okay, a, that's cool. It's a it's a, it's a Chewbacca with um, force sensitive. Yes, and I think he was part. He was in an episode of uh, Clone Wars, where Kath Bane was finding all the uh, force sensitive kids and like stealing them for the Emperor and all that. And I think. He was a uh, one of them as well, so it could be that character coming back, and maybe more of a pad one, uh, more of a Jedi. So that'll be cool. Uh, Wookie with a lightsaber, and yep. yeah, um, and uh, Omega or Omega, whichever Omega. whichever part of the pond you resides in, uh, coming back. Fun. It was so much fun. And to learn more about her and what's what's been going on, and why they're still going after her, and is it the failsafe for the emperor to clone himself, and then we're going to have the collect, uh, uh, connecting tissues with the sequel um, sequel trilogy about why the emperor is back. He's back now. They fly now. They fly now. <laughs> yeah, they've been flying since Clone Wars. Shut up. <laughs> you would know that if you knew the canon. Oh, JJ. Mm. Yeah, Jar Jar. Jar Jar Abrams. <laughs> we stand Jar Jar. Nah, no, I kid. 
I like Jar Jar. In the third episode. <laughs> it was just him just looking sulkily at the back of um, the possession. Uh, Queen Amidala's dead. Sad. Yep. Sad face. Yes. So, glug, glug, glug. When are we watching this, Kendall? Season two of The Bad Bench will be dropping on Disney Plus later this year on the 28th of September. Oh, there was an actual date. Yeah. I just heard, like, fall of... Yeah, it did say fall on the trailer, I believe. Um, but, um, But no, I found a date, so... Excitement. Oh, you found a date? What's their name? <laughs> uh, their name is the 28th of September, 2023. 2022. 20, 20, we gotta wait a whole year? No, it's this Aww. year. Shut up. <laughs> Sorry, I don't, I don't date. Um... <laughs> Oh, neither no. do I. <laughs> you know what I do? I prune. Uh, uh, next trailer. I'm hanging up. Um, next trailer. Dude, dude, another- dude, dude. <laughs> next trailer is for another Disney property, of course. <sighs> this is yeah. another one. <laughs> another one. This is uh, also a teaser trailer um, for the upcoming Robert Zemeckis-directed live-action, quote-unquote, Pinocchio. Um, this I didn't like this teaser trailer much. I mean, it's I, I feel like it's been edited to try and get the hype train started, which is fair, I suppose. But... I didn't. Li- I don't know. I didn't like this trailer. I wasn't completely won over. They showed us a lot of, obviously Tom Hanks's Geppetto. Like they dragged out the opening portion of it, but, and then the rest of it was all these quick cuts between, you know, whatever the Jiminy Cricket's doing, and um, no shots of Pinocchio really proper at all, which was interesting. So I feel like they're saving the reveal of him for the movie, maybe, or for the next trailer, probably. I don't know. Um, but we got a good look at Cynthia Erivo as the Blue Fairy, which was nice. And she looks beautiful. I'm very happy. She's so happy. pretty. She's so pretty. Um, and, you know, she gets to sing the iconic Disney anthem. Um, so that's really cool. I know you, I walk with you once upon a dream. Oh, I love that song. <laughs> it's not the anthem I was talking about, but that's Australians, uh, all let us <laughs> We are young and free. Yes. Um, yeah, but but yeah, I don't know. I just I'm not entirely on board with this one yet. I want to see a full trailer. I want to see more of this. I mean, I don't even know if I'll watch it anyway because I am. I don't know. I'm just maybe just not interested in it. But I and I I, I guess I have an affection for the original film, which was you know I watched as a kid. A few times, but it was never one of my favorite Disney movies, so maybe I won't be offended. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Bottom line is, I didn't love this trailer. There were some nice parts to it, but overall, I didn't. I didn't really. Didn't grab me. So, that's my take. Uh, Folia, um, hmm. I would love to know yours. Please tell us your thoughts on Pinocchio. I'm. I'm intrigued. Um, I. I love Tom Hanks as Geppetto. 
he he looks very sweet as an old man Geppetto. Um, mm-hmm. And then, you know, hearing him sing, um, you know, Wish Upon a Star. Just, yeah. Um, I'm like you, Kendall. I, uh, not the biggest fan of Pinocchio, to be honest. Um, but, because I never really watched it much. Uh, I, I probably only ever watched it once or twice in my life. The original animated movie. I might have to go back and watch it again. Um, to give it another chance. But, uh, I feel like I got a little creeped out at some points in the movie. So, that's probably mm. why I wasn't really a fan. Makes um, sense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, so far the cast looks really cool. You know, Joseph Gordon-Levitt is Jiminy Cricket. That's got to be fun. Um, and then, you know, Luke Evans is the, the coachman. And, you know, we've got Keegan-Michael Key as well. Um, so I'm looking forward to it in a sense that for the cast, uh, I, I just, yeah, I, I think I need a bit more. I need more. I need Mm. I need another trailer. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. All right. Michael, what do you think of this one? Nope. (laughs) Yeah. Really? Big fat no. (laughs) No, 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 no. No. No, 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 no. Yes. No. (laughs) No. Um, (laughs) Yeah, not for me. Uh, uh, Yeah, watching this, I thought, uh, yeah, they're they're doing their live action versions, which they're allowed to do, but I'm still in the same mindset of why. No, I don't, I don't, I don't want to endorse this. Please make something original and 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 stop writing your wrongs, please. Because uh, yeah, I haven't seen Dumbo, but I, just, I don't want to, and I know it's. Tim Burton, and I probably enjoy it because you know Danny DeVito and and Michael Chiklis, uh, Michael uh, Kane, Michael Keaton. <laughs> I'm lost for words here. Uh, <laughs> that are in it. Yeah, it was, I'm sure they mean well, but it's it's it, it's not for me. And I yeah, I, I didn't really like Pinocchio growing up. It it just creeped me the fuck out. <laughs> Mm. Especially if you're being a naughty boy and you turn it into a fucking donkey. Oh no. yeah, that that part was a bit creepy. No, mm. no, it's it's creepy and it's bad. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, a bit. Yeah, that I, I really like them, like making a gypsy a bad guy. Thanks, <laughs> thanks for your representation. Um, yeah, and watching Jim Jiminy Cricket as what he looks like as the cartoon interacting with real life stuff. It's like, you can get away with that in the, in the cartoon because there's a cartoon, but no, I don't know. I don't want to do this. I don't want to go on this roller coaster again. I'll be, I'm, I'm going to throw up sick. No, <laughs> we all know the story. No. And, Oh my god! If they give Pinocchio, like he's he's a wooden boy, yes. But if they give him real eyes that blink and shit like that, no, 
that's nightmare fuel for me. It's going to be uh, ugly Sonic all over again, isn't it? It's going to be that um, what that '90s Pinocchio that had that had um that kid from Home Improvement in it. Oh, Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Yeah, that. I remember watching that as a kid, and that freaked me the fuck out. Because I don't know <laughs> if I remember that one. He got shot with a gun, and he, and he drank water, and the water was coming out. Of <laughs> don't Jesus. wanna. I don't wanna. And, and he looks creepy as shit. I don't want it. Uh, yeah. You, you cannot make this enjoyable. So anyway, when when are we going to see this, Ken? <laughs> well, um, whether or not we'll be watching this um, is, is remains to be seen. But if we are so inclined to check it out, it will be dropping on Disney Plus on the eighth of September. Oh, so no um, theater release? No, it's a Disney. It's a streaming movie. That's lucky. <laughs> How much confidence do they have? Yeah, probably not much. I don't know. Oh, look, to be honest, I'll be watching the Guillermo del Toro version. So. Same. Yeah. <laughs> At least that has vision. Yes. Yes, and originality. Well, close to the source material. Yeah. Then carbon copy of something that's already been done. <sighs> mm. Speaking of doing things, our third trailer... Is for <laughs> an upcoming animated film. <laughs> One of the only animated franchises Fulia is not interested in. I think I think uh, me and Fulia just our um <laughs> our, our paths just crossed. Yeah. I don't like it. I like it. You're literally like it. Like it. you're literally yeah. that meme from Umbrella Academy where five and um. Victor are like in cars and they're driving past each other. Yeah, that's 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 the two of you. Beavis and Butthead do the universe. Hell yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know. I don't think I knew this movie was coming, or maybe if I did, I forgot. But uh, but yeah, um, the boys are back and uh, up to some shenanigans in space for some reason. Um, this kind of just gave me Homer, Homer Simpson in space vibes, <laughs> just for just whatever the wacky reason they end up going up in a rocket, don't know why, and then going through a interstellar shaped black hole into the present day. Um, so yeah, there's some weird wibbly wobbly timey wimey things maybe happening here, multiversal, who knows, I don't know, but... It just looks bonkers. It looks funny. It looks crazy. Fully is sighing so much. I can't wait to hear her not thoughts on this. Mm-hmm. Um, but I am. I am very. I am very. Yeah. I don't know. I'm keen to check it out. I, I'm. I never used to like Beavis and Butthead, and then when I entered my twenties, for some reason, I began to understood th- understand them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> mostly because I, I lived with someone at the time who showed me pretty much all of Beavis and Butthead, and I fell in love with the great Cornholio. So, <laughs> um, so it was nice to see him briefly in this in this trailer. But yeah, it looks insane. I'm here for it. Bit of harmless fun. Why not? Let's 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 do the universe, shall we? Um, I'm. This is going to be hilarious. I, Folia, <laughs> what did 
<laughs> what do you think what of this one? Thoughts? What are your thoughts? Please tell us. Divulge. <laughs> I have no thoughts for this. <laughs> I just. I rolled, face face palmed, and shook my head in disappointment <laughs> and disgust. I'm not a fan of Beavis and Butthead. Never have. I don't understand that humor. It's just stupid. <laughs> Move on. <laughs> Next. Next. <laughs> uh, sorry. Thank you. Michael. Yes. Um, uh, yeah. What did you think of this, this teaser for Beavis and Butthead? Um, I knew that uh, Mike Judge was going back to do Beavis and Butter because um, Paramount Plus needed content. So <laughs> that that's how the South Park boys got all their say. Hey, we're we're going to do was it seven movies or something? Uh, but it's essentially big South Park movies. And also they said, hey, we we've got Beavis and Butter. Why don't we why don't we ask Mike Judge? Do you want to do anything? And I said, yeah, I've got an idea. And this is it. Um, I'm a little bit miffed that they're doing uh, characters from the 90s being dragged into today. Uh, they sort of already they've sort of already done that with um, Rocco's Modern Life with the um, Netflix movie, quote unquote, uh, where they they've um, where they've been in orbit around the around the world for twenty plus years, and they crack crash land, and now it's two thousand and whatever it was when it first came out, two thousand seventeen something like that, and and they do all the do all their jokes as like ah oh, technology and and everything and 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 they and you get to drink Red Bull and you become a mutant, <laughs> you grow a third arm and it, and all, all that stuff and I really liked it then, here. Okay, uh, I I get the premise. Um, uh, these characters uh, that have no real connection with the real world, and that's what uh, America, uh, Beavis and Butter Do America did so well, and, mm-hmm. and essentially the shorts in general is essentially them uh, in their own world, and the world is sort of revolving around them without their um, interconnection. And and that's what's really sort of enjoyable. It's the, these two idiots that <laughs> that that uh, are surviving the world through their own lens, and 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 the, it's more to do with uh, the interactions with the other people uh, to them, <laughs> and 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 they uh, and that's why I think think the, that uh, Beavis and Butter do do the do America. Is such a good film. Mm. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, no, I, it's I, good. It is. I just, I, I just have a, I just have a weird soft spot for it. Where, where two characters. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's like Dumb and Dumber, where, where you got these characters that, that are thick as planks, and they find themselves in a, in a hostage situation, basically, and they're in their own, uh, own little world, and I can't kind of get that where. You can sort of pl- plonk Beavis and Butthead anywhere, and the the characters can't change 
and they don't have to change that they're just there and and them just um uh interaction interacting with um the real the the world around them is still funny to me and that's why i kind of am interested in in this but yeah they go through a wormhole and they end up in 2022 uh, okay <laughs> okay i can like i can i can i can <laughs> fully out you just don't get it you just don't get the new no i don't i really don't you see, you see, um, Beavis about it is a. Uh, you don't need to explain it to me. You need I to be don't in, want to get it. Fully, you need to be an intellectual to actually get this. Now, Beavis and Butt. Wow. <laughs> now, it's, wow. it's dumb fun and and it's yeah, it's cringy comedy, and some people can take it or leave it. I mean, I dwell into it. I love people feeling uncomfortable. I'm a, I'm a real freak when it comes to that. And if if we didn't have Beavers and Butthead, we wouldn't have Sydney or or Buckethead. Uh, and I'll just leave and I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, you guys are smarter than that. Really? <laughs> yes. Really, really. <laughs> really, really. <laughs> So, Kendall, when are you and I going to be watching this and Fulia can just sit outside? Yes, I will. <laughs> um, well, Beavis and Butthead, uh, I don't have Paramount Plus, so I may or may not be watching this, but Beavis and Butthead Do the Universe will be dropping on Paramount Plus very soon on the 23rd of June. Uh, you can get like a subscription through um, uh, Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime, yeah. Yeah, but I still have to pay for it. Well, yeah, yeah. You can pay for it for a month. So. Yeah. Ho- hopefully. I already have a lot of streaming services. I can't. <laughs> Although <laughs> Paramount Plus keeps putting stuff on there that I want to watch, and it's it's infuriating. I know it's got it's got some South Park stuff that I really want to watch. Yeah. I- but money's a bit tight at the moment. Money, yeah, money is a bit tight. Yes, no good, no good. And it will be for the rest of the year. No. Life, don't talk to me about life. <laughs> Let's not talk about life. Let's keep talking about nerdy shit because Name. we're rolling on out of the trailer park. Keep the boo boo bum bum. And it's now time for a quickie review. <laughs> Quickie review. Quickie review time. Um, Michael and I are going to uh, quickly give some thoughts, whether they have spoilers or not. Maybe no spoilers. I don't know if we should talk spoilers. I don't. I don't. I. Mm. Mm. I think you. I can't see how you can not spoil us. I mean, we can talk spoilers. We're not gonna. We're not gonna go too in depth on this one. Um, no, 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 no. But, um, but basically, uh, obviously, Stranger Things has returned to the world, <laughs> and uh, both of us have now finished watching season four, volume one. One to seven. One to seven episodes. One to seven, which I I feel like I should get the total runtime of that because it's probably twelve hours. Uh, <laughs> it feels like twelve hours. But uh, no. probably not twelve hours. It's probably more like ten. 
Yeah, I give it like a, a simple 10. Yeah, simple 10 as opposed to a crazy 10. Um, but yeah, it's done. Uh, now we have to wait another four, four or five weeks for the last uh, chunk of season four to come out, which is only going to be two episodes, but they're going to be two very big episodes. I can't wait for that. Um, but big yeah. Big ass episodes. Big ass episodes. So um, just a general review of, of season four, volume one. I am loving it. I I just, the show, every time it comes back, it just, it gets, it creeps its way back into my heart and I just get very happy and all nostalgic and just, yeah, it's just fun. It's a happy, <laughs> it's a happy show about kids being murdered. Um, <laughs> but I, I just really like it a lot. And mentally tortured. <laughs> and mentally tortured. Yes. Lots of trauma. Lots of <laughs> trauma. With supernatural creatures. It's fun. Um, Sounds no, like it's... supernatural. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't give me that eyebrow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes, no, I, yeah, I thought this season was very, very good. Uh, I really loved um, all the new characters they introduced, um, especially Eddie and Argyle were fantastic additions so i hope they stick around um and i kind of loved what they did with all the characters and you know i feel like this is an example of the long run times working to the advantage of the story because they have a lot of characters now and they have a lot of story to tell and i kind of loved the way they all connected together with each other bounced off each other sort of thing but i am hoping that we get everyone back together which i think we will for the um, for volume two, because um, yeah, I want to see people reunited. It would be nice. Um, mm. Yeah, and really nice to see as well a newfound appreciation for Kate Bush coming out of this show, <laughs> <laughs> because because running up that hill is number two on the Aria charts as we speak. Um, yes, which I think is fantastic. It's it's actually in top tens in most countries in the world right now, where you can get Netflix and people watch Stranger Things because um, man do they use that song really well um, I was I'm not going to sp- spoil too much of it but man was I just like cheering at my TV like run run go just run like I was just oh god it was so intense I loved it it was great yeah it was great this is episode four episode people. four <laughs> the ending the, f- the finale of episode four was incredible it was so good. Uh, and then, yeah, the last episode was also That whole amazing. episode. That whole episode is incredible, yes. Yeah. It's very, very good. There's some very, very well-written and well-performed uh, episodes throughout this. So, yeah. Yeah. I don't really know what else to say without spoiling too much, but, I, yeah, I'm, I'm, lo- I'm loving it. I loved it. It was awesome. Um, yeah, very happy to have finally finished it. Because it took me a lot longer <laughs> than, it, than it usually would. It usually does, yes. Yeah, but that's okay. It was worth every minute. So, um, yeah, it's good to be back in Hawkins and various other locations around the world <laughs> in, uh, in, in the 1980s. So That's in the trailer. Uh, California and, and Russia. Yes, Russia. Russia. Mother Russia. Mother Russia. Yes. Uh, yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. Michael... What uh, what is your your quickie review for Stranger Things Volume 
Season 4, Volume 1. <laughs> Try to think for a second. Uh, most of my thoughts are on the uh, YouTube channel, so, yeah. Plug, plug, plug. <laughs> plug Go watch plug, plug. it. Uh, 1 to 7. Uh, I watch the episode and then I do, do a little uh, recap and also my take of what's going to happen and what what's going on. Uh, and I will say I am absolutely annoyed that... <laughs> I assume you've probably seen it, uh, Kendall. I don't think you have. Right. All, all my videos. Oh no, I haven't. I haven't had a chance to watch your stuff yet. That's all right. Um, I'll I'll spoil that for you. Um, <laughs> I got really annoyed that I didn't uh, I, I didn't really mention a certain character that actually is uh, quintessential at the end. Oh, I'm guessing I I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. The, I, I, the, the, the big twist at the, the end? The big twist. <laughs> the big twist, which I sort of had spoiled for me and also because of that slight spoiler, guessed the rest of it for myself. And I was, oh. very, and I was very... I wasn't annoyed, but I was happy that I put two and two together because I, I only had one... I had, like, who he was spoiled, but not who he was spoiled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If um, that makes sense. My, my annoyance was, wasn't that I didn't pick it up. Uh, I was actually quite happy that I wasn't spoiled and uh, watching the last episode, I was shitting bricks. It's like, oh my God, and my brain was going five mi- like 500 miles an hour uh, of doing all the connections. It's like, oh my God, it does, that, that means this, this means that. Mm-hmm. I, I was more annoyed that I didn't, uh, in my little videos, I didn't really mention you hadn't, him yeah. until the last episode. Yeah, I, I got thought, that, yeah. <laughs> I thought, damn it! I mean, I'm going to look like a fool. <laughs> no. Anyway. But having said that, I am so happy. <laughs> because I will make the connection that uh, we get to meet Robert England mm. uh, and his character. And, and, I, and contextually... The big bad is son of Freddy. Yes. And all throughout this entire uh, volume, one, and possibly two, you know, uh, if it does come out uh, and it's all connected, that this entire entire season is very hinged on Nightmare on Elm Street. And I was like a pig in poop. <laughs> I love it, and and especially with Chrissy, um, with all the um, uh, new characters, she she was one of my faves as well. Even mm. though she, she was pretty much only in the first episode, first Spoilers, episode, but yeah, whatever. Um, but her little uh, bit where she was in her sort of dream world sequence, very Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh uh, yeah. It's like watching a new Nightmare on Elm Street. I thought, ah, 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 love it. <laughs> it was nostalgia and it was also elation as well. I just, yeah. And just having Robert England in this as well. Mm, mm-hmm. Just the just the added um, connected tissue of it. It's like, ah. Oh. Yep. Ah. Oh, awesome. So, so far... A solid eight out of ten for me. Uh yeah, I'd have to give it a nine, I think probably an eight and a half or a nine out of ten. Yeah. yeah. Only because it's not finished. 
I mean, technically it, not finished. Yeah, yeah, I suppose for the season. Yeah. Hmm. True. Very true. Uh, will I? Will I talk? I don't. Know. Mm. I was going to talk about my predictions of who's going to die. Oh, do you think they're going to kill some characters off? Oh yeah. Well, I thought I. Okay, well, it didn't. It, he's not dead, so I can say it. But I did think Steve was a goner for half a second. Uh, yeah, for the last episode. Yeah, but still a contender though. Could be a con- contender. Nancy. We didn't know what happened to Nancy. We got a cliffhanger with her. So that's interesting. Mm. Um. But yeah, who knows? I'm. I'm still thinking because Stranger Things have a. Uh, a thing for introducing characters and just killing them off. Eddie. Oh, I hope they don't kill Eddie. I could totally see them killing Eddie, but I hope they don't. But not by Big Bad. No? The villagers. Oh, the the citizens of Hawkins. Yes. (laughs) That would be an interesting turn for the show. Martial law, motherfucker. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I hate that Jason guy. He's a oh, he knob. he was great as well. Oh, I mean, he's great. A character that you yeah. really love to hate. Yeah, and totally. I sort of say it in my review that his character sort of reminds me of a character in Stephen King's The Mist. Oh, totally. Yeah, yeah that the woman, that woman, right? The yeah, yeah, yeah. Religious nut lady. <laughs> well, I wasn't going to say, but okay. Well, she, that's what she is. Zealot. Um, Zealot. Yes. Yeah, and. Also, it was it went into my head when I was talking about it, and I accidentally said it, and then I realised, wait, that could be true. <laughs> um, Mike. No, we've ha- we have we have not had enough Mike this season for them to go. Okay, now is the time we kill him. Jesus Christ. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll ask you off air why you think so. <laughs> Story. Because I always felt like this, uh, the, the the main bad would have been great for like a f- final season um, departure, but we are getting a fifth season. So, and my little theory is maybe Elle's going to be the big bad for season five. Nah, nah. They could have done that this season, and they they didn't. I don't think so. I think I, I feel like they've already. I think play, the steps played th- that card. I don't know. I don't know. I think the steps are there because I'm still, I'm still like coming to terms with her smashing a, a girl's face in with a f- fucking skate. That was amazing. I still can't get over how good that was. <laughs> she was a bitch. I know she didn't deserve that, but she was a bitch. Okay. <laughs> I don't like bullies. I don't care where they're from. I don't like them either. But was Carrie was Carrie a bad guy or a good guy at the end? 
that's a complicated question. Yes. <laughs> and throwing a milkshake on it, it got me a pig blood vibes. Yeah, very much. It was very Carrie-esque, wasn't it? Yes. Mm. Are we Poor are we getting, are we getting a Game of Thrones season eight? Oh, fucking! Don't put that out in the universe, Jesus Christ! I just want to touch on my bases. Okay. I, just want to... I don't want things to be true. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we don't want that to be true. Yes. No. Hmm. All right. Well, I think that might. Might do it for our quickie review on Stranger Things. Yep. Ironically quickly, yeah. Yes, yes, ironically quickly. Because it's now time for the moment. The segment. The session. Woo! The the part. The place. Yes. The spot in the show we like to call. Hello there. Popcorn culture. Yes. Hello there, indeed. Yes. Because it's time for us to discuss our thoughts on episode three of Obi-Wan Kenobi. Which, I should just mention up top, came out on Wednesday and not on Friday. You sly dogs, Disney. Tell no one about this. I was very, I don't know, unless you guys knew, I was very shocked that it came out on, on Wednesday because, you know, as far as I was aware, we were getting Obi-Wan and Kenobi on Fridays because it was going to clash with Miss Marvel. And apparently, that's not so. <laughs> but for some reason... I, I feel like I, I, heard, I knew about this. Mm. Mm. I think I, I heard about it somewhere. I had no idea. I had no idea. I literally had a friend message me on Wednesday saying, oh yeah, Obi-Wan's out tonight. I'm like, I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I mean, I was very happy, but I was also like, whoa, okay, so that means this week we're going to get bloody, if if it is this week that it comes out, Miss Marvel and Obi-Wan on the same day. So strap in for that. Um, Regardless. Yeah, it's not going to be the first time we're watching two things at once. Hmm. Especially last Friday. No, very true. It has been a time for that. Yeah, yeah, Miss Marvel is this week. Yeah, Wednesday, episode one. Um, well, that's exciting. Anyway, Obi-Wan Kenobi, episode three. Uh, Revenge of the Sith. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah, this was... This was a big one. This was a big episode, uh, but uh, but very 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 good. Um, yeah, I don't, we're halfway now. I don't know where we're going, or what's going to happen. And yeah, I just I don't know. I just want to talk about Vader, but <laughs> <laughs> why not? I mean, we can because you know we get him at the start of the episode because you know. Um, Obviously, the episode starts with Obi-Wan still kind of reeling at the knowledge of, of, of Anakin actually still being alive. Um, we get more flashes to episode, you know, well, the prequel trilogy, if you will. Um, and, uh, yeah, and then a very unsettling, you know, montage of uh, Anakin suiting being... Up. <laughs> yes, su- suiting up with the, the armour. 
and then the, the heavy breathing and yeah. Oh, it's intense. There's a lot of feels in this. Um, mm. But I suppose the coolest first thing to, to quickly talk about, guys, is ha- has to be um, no-brainer, of course, the return of James L. Jones as the voice of Darth Vader. Well. Yay. Yay. Well. <laughs> well. Not really. Okay. <laughs> Are you about to do a um, actually thing right now? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it is technically James R. Jones's voice. But right. it but. is AI. Oh, is it? Yes. Oh. Um I didn't know that. Sa- same reason uh they did it for um Luke Skywalker in Mandalorian and in Bubba Fat. Yeah. Uh, because uh, Mark Hamill doesn't really sound like he did uh, 40 plus years ago. Uh, uh, James O. Jones doesn't really sound like Vader um, 40 plus years ago as well. Um, like, if you, you can definitely hear the difference uh, if you watch um, Rogue One, mm. where his voice it does sound a little bit more old than usually. Than usual, yeah, and and I sort of picked it up. It was like that is James O. Jones, but it's way, way too good. Like it sounds like James O. Jones in A New Hope, and uh, and some sleuths on the internet says, yeah, it was sort of, it was done by AI. Yeah, I'm just reading the trivia on IMDb. Um, yeah, it says, Although James L. Jones is credited as the voice of Darth Vader, he didn't actually record new lines for the series. A company called Respeacher used advanced AI software to analyze Jones's voice and recreate a perfect rendition of Darth Vader's voice. The same technology was previously used in The Mandalorian and The Book of Boba Fett in order to clone Mark Hamill's voice. Yeah. Okay. But Mark Hamill was still credited as being Mark Cause Hamill. Because he was... Well, because, yeah, he was on... Set. He was on set, yeah. Doing stuff, yeah. Whereas, yeah, this is a bit different. Okay, well, that makes sense because, you know, James L. Jones is... James L. Jones is, like, in his 90s, I'm pretty sure now. Yeah. So, but... Um, he, he's okay. effing old, yeah. <laughs> he's very old. But thank God he's still with us. Um, yeah, okay. Well, that's that's fine. I mean, that's still... Like, it just... It was still really nice yeah. to hear... His voice again. Um, it definitely wasn't that. Ja- it, it definitely wasn't jarring. Like no. Like I sort of picked it up. It was like, yeah, he doesn't sound like that he did in um, uh, Rogue One, but it was still. Mm. It, it was still like watching A New Hope, Darth Vader, and and his voice was um, uh, uh, modded anyway, being more um, electronic. So you can sort of get away with sort of not being fully human. Mm. So you can sort of get away with that. But with um, Mark Hamill, uh, Mark Hamill's AI voice, weird sentence, (laughs) Uh, Mark Hamill's uh, AI voice, it's not completely perfect. Like there are some afflictions that are sort of weird. But that's just the AI sort of compensating for what what they have, and and yeah, I really enjoyed that. Mm. Now about his voice, 
No, that's okay. That's totally fine. I appreciate you uh, offering that insight because, like I said, I had no idea. But it makes total sense that they would use AI. Um, Just a little tidbit. Very impressive that they can actually do that um, and do it so effectively because it was just... It was just amazing. It just, yeah, it just is this, as this show is going along, it's just really feeling like, you know, a a sequel to, which it is a sequel to the prequels, but, you know, it just, it's a nice continuation of that story, um, I think. So I really liked this episode quite a bit. Um, Yeah. I mean, it wasn't perfect. It wasn't perfect as much as I'm enjoying it. It definitely Mm. wasn't perfect, but, but, um, you know, the climaxes towards the end were, very intense and yeah and very very good Fulia, what was your um overall opinion takeaway from episode three um i i really enjoyed it like i i was just sort of sitting there intently waiting for every little moment to pass and um you know just being able to to see everything that happened you know the, the little mini fight sequence we get with um with vader and and obi-wan and and then, you know, you've got Inquisitor Reva looking for him as well. And, um, you know, just they're, they're, you know, Leia and uh, and Obi-Wan having their little journey to get to the point where they were supposed to meet up with someone. And, yeah, it's so far I'm like this this particular episode, like um, there's, there wasn't too much happening, but it was enough. It was it was enough to keep the story going, so I really enjoyed it. Mm. Nice, nice. Um, Mike, your your overall impression of the episode? Um, I yeah, the same. I I actually really enjoyed this one as well. Uh, little good um, appetizer for hopefully what what is to come as well, because I don't think that will be it for uh, the fight between. Uh, ben, no. ben and God, no. Vader, because it was just just little. No, one one little bit more. <laughs> can't be. Can't that can't be it. But the sort of um, relationship that they have between each other was it's just fascinating, as well. I mean, uh, how much emotion you can actually get from someone wearing a mask. It's, it's just amazing and also and Obi-Wan's turmoil of actually facing his decision of leaving his best friend his brother uh, to die because he thought that would probably be for the best and just that turning around and biting, biting him on the ass and and um, yeah just just how epic he's sort of become and and of course and it makes sense that Obi-Wan is a little bit more rusty than he is because he hasn't done it for about 10 years so mm. it's very cool and also the relationship between uh, Ben and uh, Leia as well it's just it's just hard it's, it's nice I just I just enjoy that because we've sort of seen these characters for for longer than I can remember and they're sort of being performed by different people, of course, but the characters are still there, and where they where they sort of start is just it's just just nice and fitting. And also, you get the most epic death of a stormtrooper. 
Oh, God. Yep. <laughs> Sliced and diced. Fuck me. <laughs> yeah, that was intense. Yeah, so overall, I give it a three out of five. <laughs> All right, we're done. No. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, just on the, the Leia and Obi-Wan of it all, I yeah, I am really enjoying the two of them. And I think in this episode was probably some of the best of that stuff. Yeah. Um, like, just the whole sequence of them pretending to be father and daughter um, was really cute and, you know, tense because, you know, <laughs> these bloody stormtroopers hitching a ride where they just happened to be and, uh, yeah, that nearly falling through. But, but it was a lovely... Like it was, it was a like we'd never really seen Obi Wan, you know, kind of talk about himself before, in that way, um, mm. you know, and so that was really wonderful. And like, hats off to you and McGregor for really just bringing the emotion in 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 those scenes. Like, and the fact that he's talking about his family for the first time ever, like having these glimpses of his parents and a baby like he he thinks he has a brother that could be still alive which is huge um that was that was kind of a revelation and then you know again touching on the whole padme of it all and leia kind of confronting him on it like you know you're you're not telling me something like you knew you knew my mother you know all this you know just really like she's very switched on obviously um and so that was, yeah, it was nice to see that kind of explored a bit more. Um, yeah, Fulia, what did you think of um, these scenes earlier in the episode with, with Leia and um, Obi-Wan? Um, yeah, I mean, it's really sweet to see, you know, Leia getting really inquisitive um, about her own past, but uh, also about Obi-Wan's past. Um, and yeah, you're right. She's, she's smart. <laughs> she's very, very smart. Mm. So it's like, how, how do you answer her questions without giving away too much? You know? Yeah. Um, well, it kind of makes sense that she becomes a diplomat when she's 17. Mm. Yeah. Very yeah, true. That's true. Yeah. Well, the, the, you know, the comment that was given about her being, you know, when she grows up, she'll be a fighter. Uh, and Obi-Wan's just like, yeah, no doubt. <laughs> <laughs> she had two paths, and she went down mm. one way. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was really also, it was interesting um, when they were getting this, they're, they're getting a ride to where they needed to go. Um, Freck! Zach mm -hmm. Braff, of all people. I had no idea. <laughs> I thought it was Seth Rogen. He sounded like Seth Rogen. <laughs> no, he didn't to me. He did to me. <laughs> he sounded like someone doing a server again. But yeah, that was that was very surprising, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was interesting. Like I didn't really catch on, and then like right now, looking at IMDb's casting, and I'm like, oh, okay. Did not pick on pick on that. No, did not hear that. But yeah, did a good job. <laughs> 
But uh, he's been knocked out, so not dead. Not dead. Just knocked out. Just knocked out. I did. I did kind of like the world building that went along with his character, like the fact that, you know, there are just these people that f- accept the empire and their mm. and their rule because they are either willfully ignorant or they just don't know any better, um, or they maybe they're just evil. I don't know. But I just <laughs> like you know, this is just the way things are, sort of thing. Um, yeah, out with the empire ruling. I just thought that was cool. Hmm. Yeah. 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 Mike, your thoughts on um on Leia and Obi Wan and their heart to hearts? Yeah, yeah. It's uh, definitely a good uh, character building sort sort of thing within the Star Wars canon, uh, and also the storytelling as well. Yeah, we we've never seen like Obi Wan be uh, vulnerable, and it's it's a good little good little nugget to actually have a watch of that and also um yeah just interacting with like uh the rest of the world as well trying trying to get to places and it's always interesting and and with the um couple of shots that we've that we've seen when they enter this planet um Obi-Wan had a little hallucination. Yes. Yes, he did. Um, yeah. That so, was... So a bit of a, a Hayden Christensen on the horizon. I know. <laughs> that was that was such a good moment. Um, yeah, yeah. Obviously, yeah. A hallucination or just, you know, just completely all in his head. He's just... Obviously, because Anakin is so heavily on his mind, he's just going to start seeing him, um, you know, or imagine himself seeing him, you know, what he looks like now sort of thing. Um, but that was that was a very eerie kind of moment with him just like, you know, in the distance, in, in these robes, and then slowly turning around and then just staring him down. Yeah, that was great. I Yeah, I, I mean, one of the things we'd been wondering about this show was how they were going to bring Hayden Christensen into it, like as Hayden Christensen, you know, not as Vader. So that's uh yeah. So that kind of answers that question. I suppose there might be some more of that. Maybe. Yeah. Could be, um, you know, it's sort of like a, a challenge for Obi-Wan to accept his past and how he's going to be more, uh, he's, he's finding to be more in one with the force and then, uh, and having said that, he's he, he has unfinished business to do, uh, uh, as we as Yoda said at the end, and then maybe by the end we get to see him see him Qui Gon Jin. <laughs> yes, well, yeah, there was another Qui Gon hint uh, this episode as well. So, yeah, just yeah. talking to him, it's like, help me, Qui Gon Jin, you're my only hope. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. Um, as for the dark side of the Force, uh, we got to kind of see the Inquisitor home base in this episode, um, which was cool. Um, and, uh, yeah, Reva is on a power trip trying to assume the role of Grand Inquisitor. Now the Grand Inquisitor is quote-unquote dead, but probably not actually dead. Um, so... Uh, her, Ariva and uh, I was it. 
So fifth fifth brother is that the other one? I think that's yeah. the other one. Fifth brother. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Stingray head. Yes. Hat. I think he's fifth brother. Yes. Yeah. And sh- she's third sister. Um, so yeah, them kind of having this power struggle uh, within the ranks was was interesting to see. There's a vacuum and it needs to be filled. Yes, yes. And they're both like, you know, sucking up to Vader, just being like, pick me, pick me. And Vader's like, I don't care. I'll kill either of you. Like, really. (laughs) I don't like you guys. (laughs) I don't like you. Like, at all. Yeah, literally. You're the Emperor's choice. choice. It's not mine. I I just want the Emperor for myself because I'm his Padawan. Yeah. He's he's second. So, fuck you Fuck you guys, mm. literally. Um, yeah, so that was that was interesting to see more of them, uh, more more of Reva. I still f- I feel like we're gonna get a an episode or that'll give us a Reva backstory. Like she's like she has to be one of those younglings from the start, and we have to get some kind of you know addressing of that um, and whatever her her connection is to everything Obi-Wan. else and to Obi-Wan specifically because she just has a hard on for wanting to catch him not just for Vader I think it's just it really does feel personal um, interesting choice of words but okay <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean I know I know it's just this is Star Wars man it, it, pe- it's an ex- people don't have sex it's an expression <laughs> people have immaculate <laughs> conception. <laughs> Midichlorians. Midichlorians impregnated <laughs> Shmi. <laughs> Stupid fucking name. Shmi. Shmi. Um yeah, Fulia, any any thoughts on, on Reva and the Inquisitors throughout the episode? Um I still I still don't quite get her. Um you're right. We I we I'm hoping we get a little bit of a backstory on her. Um, just because I, I just, I don't quite understand why she's so gung ho about finding and getting the credit for, um, Obi-Wan. Um, (laughs) it's like from what, from what we've seen so far, I think what she really wants is to be a grand inquisitor, but we just don't know her reasoning behind it. Mm. And that's what I'm curious about. So um, the fact that she's just so, like, she's got this narrow, t- this tunnel vision of I need to, f- I need to catch Obi Wan. I need to catch Obi Wan. I really would like to know why. Mm. What's what's her what's her story about about that? So um, yeah. I need I need a little bit more than what we've gotten so far. Mm. Yeah, that's yeah. that's totally fair. I am with you, Michael. Any any thoughts on Reva and the Inquisitors? Yeah, pretty much the same. Mm. Where she's her character is not uh, fulfilled yet, and I think we'll get a decent idea of it by by the end of the sixth and the final episode. As if there's a season two, which high possibility. Yeah, I think but, there's rumors online already. It's like, oh, it's going well. Take, uh, they have said that the first two episodes was the most watched for an opening uh, for a release on Disney Plus. So oh wow! That says a lot, and 
and yeah it's uh and reva uh yeah i'm still i'm an anaring if uh, of her character having said that now nah, i won't get into it it's fucking stupid and political and bullshit um it, just the discourse is like being real stupid on the internet for that for this particular character. Yes. Just, just sit down and shut the fuck up. It's a character that hasn't been fulfilled yet. This is the problem when you don't get to binge watch the entire season. See, Netflix was right. Even, <laughs> even though I much prefer week to week viewing. Yeah, me too. But yeah. 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 Uh, she she has to find her 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 Riddick. Her Riddick. Hmm. 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 Explain. Mm. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's yeah. It's just you weird. Can't just call it something and then not explain what it is. I don't know. It, it's what what you said before, and I just smiled as I heard Riddick. They're ridiculous. Um, I want to see a Tarkin in this. Yeah. I want, we, I, I want we, 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 we could see a Tarkin in this. Yeah. Um, well. Can't read. Like, yeah, I don't know where to go from here, sorry. No, that's okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump back in. Because the episode really picks up when, um, obviously, the, the main confrontation... That Obi Wan has with these stormtroopers when the um, protocol so not protocol droid but like the the drone droid thing. Um, they have a name. Probe probe droid. Probe droid. Yeah, um, yeah. Recognizes Obi Wan and then shit hits the fan and then there's all this fighting and stuff and then uh, and then you know the the sliced stormtrooper gets served up. Um, which is, which is <laughs> with chips, <laughs> with chips, which is great. Um, my one critique of the episode, I think was just in that moment when like Obi-Wan's trying to break, like put the, you know, the, the beams down this gate, like turn this electric gate off. Like when he could definitely have walked around that. <laughs> yeah, I saw that too. I was just like, um, there is a pass. Yeah. You can go around. Yeah, yeah. That felt a bit off to me. Um, but if there's, if there's a gate, there's probably fence. If there's gate, there's fence. I didn't see no fence. Invisible fence. Invisible <laughs> fence. It's a force fence. Force fence. Um,. But here we get introduced to uh, a really cool character by the name of Tala, played mm. by Indira Varma from Game of Thrones. Um, and it was good to see her, someone who's uh, actually seems to be working for the Empire, but infiltrating, um, you know, as part of, you know, doing what she can to, you know, make a difference for the good guys. Um, so she seems really, really cool, uh, how she's kind of like helping... Um, Jedi and force sensitive people to escape and get to freedom. Mm. Um, I really liked her character uh, a lot, and uh, and the, and we got you know introduced to this really, really kind of cute droid. Um, I forget what he's called now. The really tall one that doesn't speak. He's a loader. loader. Yeah, the loader. You the don't loader. speak. Yeah, he was just 
he was just awesome. I really liked him a mm-hmm. lot. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, he just came off as very cute, and but also, like, he, don't, he doesn't fuck around. Like, I love that scene when, you know, the... Was it one of the Inquisitors or was it Stormtroopers? That, I think it was a Stormtrooper Storm, that had come Storm in. Stormtrooper, yeah. Yeah, Stormtroopers came in and uh, were trying to suss out what was going on. And, you know, meanwhile, the droid has grabbed, like, a, a you know, a blunt instrument. A mallet. A mallet <laughs> with which, which which to bonk Stormtroopers on heads if they uh, find out something they're not supposed to. I thought that was, that was really cool. Well, um, like <laughs> the writing on the wall. The writing. The writing on the wall, yeah. Do you have a problem with that? It was a if bit you, much. If you're trying to be secretive, and there's like <laughs> stormtroopers checking a room, the room it's that the room itself was like hidden. Like if you went, you know, you if you didn't know where to find it, you, you wouldn't find it. Okay. Unless, unless you're a reaver, I guess. But you know. yeah, hey, if you're allowed to nitpick about a fence, no, fair, that's fair. I'm allowed, <laughs> I'm allowed to nitpick about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're right. No, you're right. You're totally right. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't see it that way. But that's a very good point. No, you, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Um, yeah, fully. Uh, what were At your thoughts? At least hide it behind a tapestry or something. <laughs> this is a castle, right? There's got to be tapestries. <laughs> if you weren't gonna do it, I was gonna make that. Joke. <laughs> Thank you very, very much. Um, yes, Indiana Jones for people playing at home. Yes, yes, Temple of Doom. No, Temple of Doom. Last Crusade. No. Last Crusade. <laughs> last Crusade. <laughs> this Last Crusade. I'm sorry. <laughs> Anyway, Fulia. Fulia, yes. Fulia, Fulia, Fulia. What did you think of uh, this introduction to Tala, this new character? Um, yeah, it was um, interesting because when she walked out with the stormtroopers at the gate, um, we think, oh, crap, you know, Obi-Wan, Leia, they're done for. And then you get the whole cut to a... Obi Wan and and Leia just look just staring them down, or like getting down, getting ready to be shot at, and but then you hear the lasers go off. I'm like, yeah, I think that's the person they were waiting for. Mm. <laughs> um, and then Obi Wan's just really confused. It's like, but you're in Empire uniform. What the hell? Uh, <laughs> Yeah, no, she's um, she's pretty cool. Like, I I had an inkling she was gonna be a good person. Um, I just wasn't a hundred percent sure until that scene. But then when we go back to, um, back into the town and and you know the her little um place that she's been living in, um, it was nice. It's nice to to find that there's actually still some, um people out there that are um that are helping the jedi and force sensitive people um stay secret and hide and get out and and escape and all that sort of stuff so um gives you a little bit of hope for, for jedi <laughs> uh so yeah no i um she's an interesting character i hope she lives on for a little bit longer. <laughs> yeah, me too. Yeah. Me too. 
Mike, any any thoughts on Tala? Yeah. So I was thinking of theories in my head. Um, ta- uh, Talia. Uh, Talia. Talia. Uh, Talia Al Ghul. Um, <laughs> Batman. Um, what's her name, sorry? Tala? Tala. 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 Yeah. Um, very cool character. Uh, if you need someone on the inside uh, and is sort of like uh, an inside mole for it. Uh, reminds me of a character that's in Rebels at the moment. Uh, oh, if yeah? You, if you get to see that. And uh, I'll, I'll just leave it at that. Um, yeah, and it got me thinking. We have someone pretending to be someone else, but also is helping other people. And the previous episode was someone dressed up as a Jedi to help people get off planet. Reva. Oh. Mm. Is that, that too much would, of a stretch? That would be an interesting twist if it turned out she was actually, you know, a good guy, but somehow... I don't from think what, so. From what, yeah, from what we've seen, from the dialogue that she's had with Obi Wan, I don't think that's the case. Hmm, it's a very interesting theory, though. Because it's too much of a coincidence of having two characters doing the exact same thing. Because it's beat poetry; it rhymes. Hmm. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it could explain why she's so gung-ho and so headstrong. Like, she's trying to seem that way. Like, she's trying to be extra, to, you know, seem like she's, you know, she's definitely, you know, turned to the dark side. Like, she's trying to convince. But then again, Anakin, I imagine, like, Vader would sense it, I think. Like, surely Mm. he would Mm. sense uh, if there was good in her so yeah i don't know very cool theory very cool theory if mm. they could if they could write it to be true I'd, I'd be on board with that twist but i i don't know yeah i don't know i mean i mean probably the worst thing that she's done is cut off the hands of innocent people but mm. who knows maybe that's a mercy killing i mean business cut off hand i mean in this world cutting off hands is it's like every Friday. <laughs> yeah. And you get robot hands. Yeah, uh, robot hands for everyone. Yeah, robot hands for everyone. Ha ha. Second hand shop. Get it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. Coming back, Tala. Uh, I, re- um, I like the fact that they're introducing some real world stuff. I mean,. There's uh, a lot of, um, you know, some people who do this during, like, um, uh, like civil unrest. I mean, you got, like, like every revolution there there's ever been. you got people helping people to get out of the country and, and everything like that. And, and, yeah, and also the and, – and also things that are underground as well. So a lot of um, – uh, real world stuff influencing uh, mm. make believe stuff. 
Mm-hmm. Which is cool. Yeah, yeah, very cool. It's very, very, very cool. Um, um, yeah, well, I don't know. I feel like I feel like we should just get to the uh, the, the, the Vader and the Obi-Wan of it all. The crispy. The crisp, yes. The extra crispiness of the mm-hmm. episode. Um, yeah, spicy. Because I just have to say up top of this, I didn't think we were going to get uh, the two of them interacting so soon. I know, mm. I, I know this marks the halfway point of the show, but I, I was totally not expecting a confrontation like this until at least episode five. Um, so that's really interesting, um, but also really, really good. And I really just... The one thing that just stunned me the most about this episode was seeing Obi-Wan very much on the back foot, very much on the, you know, disadvantage, afraid unsure of himself you know just so overcome with grief and confusion and despair for the fact that his brother basically is you know coming for him uh and he you know and that exchange of like you know what have you become and he's like i am what you made me oh man stab you in the heart with an icicle literally mm. right in the fields with that dialogue like that was intense and just yeah but the the opening of it all with vader actually coming into this village and sensing obi-wan knowing obi-wan's there and trying to lure him out by torturing the and killing these townspeople with no mercy whatsoever and obi-wan like I was shocked. He didn't like he didn't do anything about it. Like I'm but I'm guessing like he was like what is there to do? Like I need to make sure Leia gets out, you know, and hopefully she will, but you know, more on that later. Um but it was just I was just very shocked by the fact that he he just kind of let Vader do it, but you know, I clearly there's a lot of conflict and internal struggle happening. I don't know. Um Fulia, what did you think about these these scenes with with Obi-Wan and Vader and just, you know, did did you buy the fact that Obi-Wan would just let innocent people die or or how did that work for you? Um yeah, I was like waiting for a for a moment where he was going to actually use his force somehow or just run out there and mm. help, but I feel like he's having this in- internal struggle of believing that that's him, even though he knows that it is because yeah. he can feel him. Um, and so he kind of like just seeing him all frozen like that, just watching one, like just seeing how bad Anakin has gotten. Hmm. Um, yeah. It kind of threw me a little bit because, you know, like, why would you allow that to happen? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Hmm. So, um, it was it was rather intense. And then this one particular person that Vader just force chokes, but also drags along the ground oh, with him. Oh, yeah. I was just like, oh, that, no, that looks very painful. I feel so bad for them. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then you know the fact that Vader's just like trying to uncover all of the all of the people that's in that village and being like, I could kill them all easily. Yeah, 
This isn't my it first would... rodeo. Yeah. Like, he's got no no Fs to give. Nah, they're all gone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look at the mannequin. I've no fucks left. <laughs> They've all gone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I killed so yeah, was, younglings, motherfucker. It was it was terrifying. Yeah. It was terrifying to it see was. to see him walk through and do all that and just cause destruction. Yeah, it was it and, was insane. And yeah, and and Obi Wan just not being able to help. Yeah, yeah, or just being too afraid to. I I, I really mm. just fear was the main. Yeah. Emotion, I, I feel like my, Michael. How did that go with with you seeing Obi Wan just not not able to to prevent these deaths, essentially? Yeah. Um. It, I, yeah, I think it was a bit too early for him to become like the hero. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so um, yeah, it's just a weird mixture of embed in like. Yeah, it's just it's hard to explain because because uh, everyone is supposed to be underground. No one knows if um, Jedi's are supposed to be there or not, and I assume that the um, Empire doesn't doesn't think that um, there's an outpost to actually help Force users and Jedi alike there, and. Maybe he doesn't want to cause more damage. I don't know. It's weird because because you're basically seeing innocent people getting slaughtered because of you, and because you're not doing anything. But if you do do something, then more people will probably die. Mm. And especially like if you're protect trying to protect. Um, Leia. Yeah, it's weird. Sorry, dead silence. Um, no, no, that's okay. I'm not. Yeah, it's weird. I I don't understand it, but I can sort of understand it at the same time. Because you're seeing, you are seeing like your worst mistake coming yeah. after you. Yeah. Well, second. Uh, second biggest mistake. What's the first biggest mistake? A rat tail. Oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> Had to get a joke in there somewhere. <laughs> I, I like what you said about... Um, uh, I had it. It's gone. Shit. Um, oh, but, yeah. About how he's not ready to be the hero yet. Yeah. Like, that makes a lot of sense. Like, he... It would be too quick of a turnaround for him to suddenly walk out and be all, you know, full strength Obi Wan. Suddenly, like you, well, they can't, they can't do that. I mean, we sort of see it in later, in later, later half of the episode where he, he is no match for, for Vader. Mm. So he's probably doubting himself. That's why I'm Very thinking. Much. That's why I'm thinking in in next couple of episodes. He's going to have, like, I don't know, a training montage, maybe. He's bulking <laughs> up. And then we get the final battle that we get to see, and he absolutely wrecks Vader. And that's why the fight between he, uh, between uh, him, uh, between Vader and, and Alec Guinness in New Hope is sort of subdued because you don't know who's going to who's going to 
go completely berserk and kill. Oh, mate, uh, but I have heard that people say um, he that Obi Wan now he's trained into well, if you strike me down, I'll become more powerful than you can possibly imagine uh, with that failsafe because he knows he can't physically uh, get Vader, like like take him down. Mm-hmm. But he has the failsafe. It's like well. I'm I'm one with the force, and if you kill me, I'm st- I'm still going to be around. Fuck you. Mm. <laughs> I suppose, but yeah, I'm, I'm hoping for an '80s training montage. But I don't think, <laughs> I don't think this is going to be the um, series that's going to do that. But no, I, I still think there's going to be another sort of take between them, between those two, like another fight. Mm. Yeah, yeah, definitely, there will be another one. There's no way that's just, this is going to be it. But speaking of the fight, let's talk about it. Um, Yeah, that was, I was on the edge of my seat the whole time. Because it was just so very, oh man. I can't even find the words. (laughs) Did any of you think um, he, he, you know, in the back of your mind, he's going to survive this, but. You have that fleeting, fleeting thing of like he's probably not going to survive this. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, when you know he was being dragged through fire. I mean, yeah, there was some there were some dark thoughts that entered my brain. Um, yeah, that wasn't that wasn't pleasant. Um, but just for the fight itself, like just seeing Obi Wan so. You know, like, if he eventually gets over his fear and, you know, ignites his saber and defends himself. But, you know, he's hanging on for dear life. He's struggling to, you know, reconnect, rebond with the Force, if you will. Um, and he's holding on to that that hilt with two hands, like, haphazardly, you know, clawing mm. onto life. And whereas Vader is literally, he has one hand. He's going one-handed. And he's just going at him. And then, you know, using the force in certain instances with his free hand. Like, it's just, it was so, yeah. It was so nuts. It was so intense. I just, going from seeing Obi-Wan, like, the, the, the fight with the two of them in Revenge of the Sith is, like, one of the, you know, it's one of the greatest ones, I think. And just yeah. from that to this is just such a contrast. But um, but it was it was just it was very well done. I was very happy, like the fact that the you know it was at night night time and the lightsabers were providing the main source of light, you know, for this. I, visually, it was very very cool, and the brief exchanges of dialogue and you know and all of that. Um, but then yeah, for me it was the the whole, you know, I I have you now sort of moment where yeah he's like I'm gonna make you feel. How I felt, basically, and mm. dra- using the force, dragging him through the flames like that. This is only one one tenth of what I felt. Yeah, on uh, that was that was that was nuts. That was insane. Like for Star Wars, that was dark. Mm. And I know Star Wars gets pretty dark sometimes, but that was. Wow, um, Folia, what were your thoughts over the this this insane climactic duel between the two of them? <laughs> um, yeah, no, I was I was scared for Obi Wan. 
I was very scared for everyone. I wasn't sure what was going to happen. I... Yeah. Uh... <laughs> on the edge of my seat, as you said. Yeah. Um, I really, I really liked the, um, what you said before about the lightsabers being the source of light. This, the, the cinematography where they had with, especially when Obi-Wan was like running away with the lightsaber sort of in his face and that, and that light is sort of just sort of, um, lighting up his face for like brief moments when he's moving around. It, it was almost it was almost like a horror movie because he's he's waiting for mm. Vader to just pop out of nowhere, mm-hmm. and I was like feeling that as well. I was like, oh my god, he's just gonna pop in front of him, and he's not gonna know, or he's gonna get you know stabbed by his by his lightsaber or something. Um, so those shots were actually really cool. Mm. Um, you know, giving that really intense sort of scary moment. Uh, so I really enjoyed that. The, the fighting, um, yeah, you could, you could see that Obi-Wan is definitely a lot weaker, um, because he hasn't been using the force for over 10 years. So it's like, he's, he's pretty much trying to get that back. But right now, it's it's like it's like Obi Wan and Anakin have switched in terms of power at that particular time. He, you know, Vader's got all of the power in the world right now. Vader's got the high ground. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> that's, that, that's how they played this, and it was amazing. I'm looking at this. I'm like, Vader is over the top of Obi Wan. Yep. Well, he's taller uh, yeah. now. <laughs> Very tall. Um, and then, yeah, just him, you know, force choking Obi-Wan and then dragging him through the fire. I was like, dude, at least, at least Obi-Wan didn't do that to you. You did that to yourself. <laughs> yeah. Um, and he couldn't really get up, could he? No. <laughs> he couldn't get up. Yeah, he was the chosen one. Um anyway. <laughs> what you call someone uh, what you call someone with no arms and no legs? A stump? No, you call him Matt. Matt, oh. Matt on the on the ground. Yeah, okay. <laughs> no. Yeah, no, it was this 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 whole scene. This whole sequence, um, very, very, very intense. Um, but I, I just, I couldn't, I couldn't look away. I was just staring at the screen, waiting to see what happens next. Yeah, it was gripping, very gripping stuff. Um, Michael, how did you feel about, um, this entire, you know, ending of the episode, I suppose, with the two of them? Yeah, I really liked it. It's definitely a good, um... Good middle, middle episode, getting, getting into the middle, and mm. and uh, gives you gives you great hope of what's going to happen next. Mm. Leia is 
is being taken by by uh, by by uh, Reed by. Oh, we don't know if she's been taken by Reva. She she ran away before Reva could get her hands on her. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know about that. Little girl. Yeah. Yeah. Leia I ran would away. say as soon as, as soon as did, she found out did what she, happened. Did she run? Did she run yeah. away? Yeah, she ran away. You you see it from. She was at the door. She sees the person that's supposed to be the pilot, dead. And then she runs, and then Reva goes after her. Right, okay. Yeah, I think I was too... So we don't know. Yeah. No, okay. Running back <laughs> up the corridor. Underground yeah. corridor. Yeah, okay, all right, fair call. Fair okay. Call. So, yeah, she's in trouble. Mm. Uh, yep. And the fight, yeah, I don't think that... Yeah, I still think this is not going to be the only only one. That's why I think stuff is going to happen. And I love having these chats with you, with you guys, because it makes my it makes my things go off, because I've got another theory. Oh yeah. <laughs> and I do criticize the writing on the wall, but I think that's essential of uh, the the growth of Obi Wan. He needs to close his eyes to see, and mm-hmm. because when when Fulia says, well. His saber light is actually blinding him in more ways than one. So I reckon the the next fight, Obi Wan is going is going to be training up to be OP, and he's going to fight Vader. Closed closed eyes, <laughs> and and, he, and he's going to win. That that's yeah, but Vader doesn't die. No, he doesn't die. I mean, he can be still defeated and still survive. I mean, fuck. Look at Mustafa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, I, I just got that picture in my head of Obi Wan uh, with his eyes closed because that's what he does at the end, at the at the end of the duel in uh, New Hope. He closes his eyes. It's like I'm ready for death. But mm. this one, this one, he closes his eyes. He do, does the move. And Vader goes to strike, but he still he still fights with his eyes closed. It blocks him, yeah. And then and then I don't know he cut uh, cuts off his legs and arms again, <laughs> but it's okay because they're robot arms and legs. Yeah, that that is my prediction. <laughs> and then okay. and then it makes sense when Vader says, "When I left you, <laughs> I was but the learner. Now I am the master." Yeah. Because you can't really have that line at the end of this fight. No, no. No, very true. Especially considering, yeah, this fight that we just watched, you know. Vader is clearly the master at the moment. So, yeah. yeah. There's got to be another fight where, yeah, Obi-Wan comes out on top. Yeah. And he's more in tuned with the Force. Yeah. Because he does a little... (laughs) 80s training montage with rocks <laughs> and Qui Gon Jin and Qui Gon Jin as as his uh, 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 as his master again. I have a feeling we're either gonna get Qui Gon the last episode, as in actually him physically there, like his Force Ghost, or we're just gonna get his voice talking to Obi Wan. 
I, yeah, we'll at least get his voice, but if I feel like Force Ghost uh, Qui-Gon has to happen, um, and it would just be so much more gratifying if it did. Mm. We all want it. Yeah. 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 Come on, Liam Neeson. <laughs> come on, Liam Neeson. I mean, you're coming back for cartoons. Surely yeah. come back in live action. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, come on, man. You don't have to do much. <laughs> Just got to stand there on a green screen. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, you know. You, you can do, do that it. anywhere in the world. Exactly. <laughs> you, you, did, you did it for, the, for, for Rise of Skywalker and then it got deleted. So this time it <gasps> won't get deleted, buddy. So just, just do it. I think they'd probably do a bit of a you know CGI on the on the face because he kind of doesn't look like what he did did 20, 20 years no, ago. No, he hasn't aged. <laughs> no. He hasn't aged as gracefully, I suppose, as as you old Ewan. Um, but that's fine. Yeah. 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 So that's my theory. He's going to be fighting Vader. Um, no eyes. No. No. Yeah. No. Something your, like that. Your eyes can deceive you. Don't trust them. Oh my god! It's so fucking connected. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so solid with this theory. I love it. And I'll be diddly, diddly, biddly, <laughs> bitterly disappointed if if it doesn't happen. Yeah. Yes, Ned. We're done, diddly done for. <laughs> <laughs> Howdy ho, neighborinos. Um. Yeah. Well, you know, a lot of your theories turn out to be accurate. So, <laughs> I mean, not all of them, but yeah, some yeah. of them do. So. As I said, I'm Nostradamus. <laughs> Nostradamus, yes. Um, all right, well, you know, episode leaves on a bit of a cliffhanger. I mean, at least Tala gets Obi-Wan out of there, um, thankfully. And, uh, yeah, lives to fight another day, and we don't know if Reva got Leia or not. And, uh, yeah, here we are. End of the episode. Mm-hmm. I have nothing really else to add that hasn't already been said by myself or either the two of you. So I'm I'm good to call it here. Uh, very good episode. Very intense. Very exciting. Can't wait mm-hmm. for more. Yes. Any final thoughts for you? Um. Yeah. Look, I'm I'm loving the series, and I'm just watching it with you know cinematographer eyes. I'm just. It's absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. The, the way that the way that they're filming this is absolutely beautiful. Yeah, so it's beautifully um, shot. Yeah. Mm. So I'm really I'm really enjoying really enjoying the scenes as they play out. Um, but yeah, looking forward to whatever's left. Yeah. <laughs> yes, not much to go. Mike, any uh, uh, final thoughts? You're the best around. <laughs> 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 Never, never gonna Speaking of music, we we haven't really heard mm, much John Williams stuff. Well, no, because he's just done the main theme, and then Natalie Holt has scored the rest of the show. Yeah, but we we don't really hear like snippets of like I don't know the Imperial March, like having a connection between. Those two. But. Well, apparently, uh, I watched a video that broke it down and they said that there was a version of the Imperial March used when Reva walks into the, like, you know, the Inquisitor yeah. home base. Yeah, I heard sort that of thing. Too. Yeah. So th- there's been, like, kind of subtle hints of the, the classic Williams score kind of worked mm. into the new score. And the new score kind of just sounds like John Williams to me anyway. 
Um, so I think Natalie Holt's done a very good job of capturing the style, the, the yeah. style of what he does with Star Wars. So um, yeah, but no, you're not you're not wrong. Like I yeah, I, and look, I just all I need is in when when Obi Wan, as you say, is fighting with his eyes closed in the last episode. Yeah, if they play with the blast sh- shield down. If they do Duel of the Fates while that's going on, or something like that, or like the bloody maybe not Duel of the Fates, but like the Revenge of the Sith um, theme with the two of them. Yeah. If they bring that back, I would I'll probably pass out. So, or a mixture um, of both. Or a mixture of both. If they just work <laughs> in, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that would be that would be nice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, a dubstep remix of those two. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, we, don't need, we don't need that. Well, then it ties in to Solo as well. I don't know. <laughs> I've only seen Solo once and I can't remember shit. Yeah, I need to rewatch it. I need to rewatch it. Um, but apparently, um, uh, it's a year between of when they're set. Oh, Solo and Obi-Wan. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. That makes sense, I suppose. Yeah, so have a look at Leia and have a look at of Han. At... Let's just not talk about that, hey? Uh... <laughs> hey, 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 I mean, hey. you know, episode one. Padme and Anakin are, you know, definitely... <laughs> <laughs> Well, it not is as, not as big of an age gap, but yeah, go on. Ding, 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 ding. It's fine. We don't think about it. It's sci-fi. Who gives a shit? Yes, I mean, if you can have brothers and sisters kissing, I think it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and on that note, um, that's the uh, that's the end of popcorn culture. Um, yes. Yes. Our thoughts on uh, Obi Wan Kenobi. Episode three, part three. Uh, hope you guys enjoyed. Um, I most certainly did, as usual. Um, so before we go, Mike, do you want to plug a thing? Uh, yeah, um, I did a series of videos uh, cap- uh, recapping uh, the episodes of Stranger Things from one to seven for series four, volume one. That's a mouthful. And... Yeah, basically each episode I watch and then I do a little spill and I critique and I also speculate of what's going to happen at the end, only rarely. Uh, and yeah, and all of them should be up by the time that you listen to it on the Monday, but uh, at the time of recording there's only one left and that is the... Final one, which yes. I go absolutely ballistic because <laughs> shit happens. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes, it does. And I come and I, I think I, if I memory serves, uh, the first thing I say is like, "I'm so annoyed that I look like a fool of <laughs> 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 not mentioning mentioning stuff." That's okay. You're not a fool. So you can watch that on the Freddy Alien channel. Yes, YouTube. Mm, YouTube. Stick around. When you're yes. done watching this live stream, go check out my Stranger Things videos. Yeah, my non-scripted ramblings. Yeah. AKA Word Salad. Welcome back. 
Yes. <laughs> yes. Welcome back. Um, all right. Well, that just about does it then, I suppose, for another and, uh, week. Yeah. The first time I had the, uh, I could plug something. It's yeah. First time, first time for a while. It's nice. Mm. He's good. It's He's good. good. All right. Let's get out of here, shall we? Yes. And that, that was, a, was podcast a podcast called, called Fred. Fred. Remember to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for the latest Fred content. If you'd like to listen to Freddy Alien, you can find us on SoundCloud, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts, or Google Podcasts. If you'd like to watch Fred the Alien, you can head over to youtube.com forward slash Fred the Alien Productions. And if you're watching right now, make sure to like the video and subscribe to the channel for more. And hit that bell icon to be notified of when we go live next time. Ding, ding. Do it. Ding, Do it. Ding. Do it. Do it. For all the contents. All of the content. <laughs> I have been a Kendall Richardson. I've been a full Kantar Major. And I've done diddly done for done diddly 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 stuff out of it, Flanders! Michael Lister. <laughs> <laughs> and hey, you, you just, just experienced, experienced a podcast, a podcast called, called Fred. Fred. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everyone. And watching, if you did. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> Freddy lives, Loki dies, the doctor is in, and hello there. <laughs> <laughs> Making sure to look after yourself and your mental health, everyone. Yes. Dang straight. And remember to eat fish. That's right. Yay. Yay. They made it through without dying. You did. Congrats, you well done. Yay. Yay. Claps all around. Claps yes. all around. Claps all around. And... And... See...